You're listening to Bill Learns Kingdom Hearts, Season 3, Episode 17, titled... Atlantica Idol Ursula. today and give me a word that you would describe this past half hour i'm doing good um my word to describe this half hour would be nostalgia okay i thought it was going to be a more of an angry word because of where a good amount of this half hour took you no and and actually when we when we get to that part I'm going to actually tell you an idea that I had while watching it. Okay. So, so we started off with that, or we ended the last episode talking about the heartless boss in the Pirates world, mm-hmm. in Port Royal. Yeah. Uh, so they beat the heartless boss, yes. and then we're going to go right into this, Bill, after you beat that boss, uh, which is called Grim Reaper, by the way. Grim uh, Reaper? Yeah, so you get another Secret Ansem report. Secret Ansem report number six. So let's do this right now real quick. Again? My choice to befriend darkness here in the midst of nothingness was a sound one. The moment I stared straight ahead with a calm heart, neither rejecting darkness nor fearing it, I gained a newfound power, a superhuman power. The power of darkness. It is likely Xehanort and the others were enraptured by this power, eventually becoming its prisoners. I do not intend to allow my heart to be devoured by the darkness, as they did, of course. With this new power, I uncovered a corridor of darkness that connects the realm of nothingness to the outside world. While it is still difficult to come and go as I please, my banishment is now a thing of the past. To deceive Xehanort and my apprentices, I first used my power to change form before returning to the realm of light. As I suspected, Xehanort had become a heartless. Under my name, he commanded other heartless in quest to snatch away the hearts of many different worlds. At the center of the hearts, Xehanort had stolen what was Kingdom Hearts, which attracts tremendous darkness to itself and attempts to send any and all matter back into its depths. The other five have disappeared. Have they become heartless like Xehanort? Or did they vanish after Xehanort exploited them? I became familiar with the unusual entity while pursuing the truth. It is the soul and the body that remain when a being loses its heart. When a heartless is born, 
these entities disappear from the realm of light to be reborn as entirely new beings in a completely different realm. Whew. Uh, okay. Uh, the, the, the way I got it was he was unable to get the power of the darkness. And his apprentices he thinks got it before and Ansem is now comfortable with it, I, I, I guess. Well, he clearly, he definitely is mentioning Kingdom Hearts 1 mm-hmm. when he mentions, you know, in quotes, Kingdom Hearts, mm-hmm. uh, which it said attracts tremendous darkness in itself and attempts to send any and all matter back into its depths. So that was like the boss. Yeah. That was... Ansem in the, you know, towards the end of the first game. Right. So, yeah, we continue going through these reports as they randomly show up. Uh, let's get to the half hour. Bill, go ahead after the uh, Heartless Boss is beat, the Grim Reaper. Yeah, after the, the Heartless Boss is beat, Jack gets his skin back. But he still feels that he doesn't have something. And the one member of the organization who we still don't know his name yet comes back, takes what I think is a diamond, I think. Okay. Not not really sure. And then he just disappears. So Will and Elizabeth walk in and Sora explains the entire situation, why this hooded guy, you know, has come over here. And eventually they, they get on the, they get on the ship and Jack wants to make a deal with Sora. He wants Sora's sword, the Keyblade, which is like a very bold thing to do. Right. So, Sora lets him try to take it, he gets it, and then it disappears and it goes right back into Sora's hands. Right. And then... And I, and I wrote, I wrote, silly Jack, Keyblades aren't for pirates. Yeah, really. Uh, they also dump the treasure chest into the ocean. Yeah, so they make this, in their mind, make sure it doesn't affect anyone anymore. Mm-hmm. Which I think is a smart move. Absolutely. Um, and then there's one point towards the end of the uh, Pirates of the Caribbean where I think it's Goofy who says that Jack and Sora are kind of like the same person. And they both go, no, we're not. Yeah, at and the same everyone, time, everyone has yeah, a good laugh. Exactly. Kind of, you know, like a late 80s early 90s family show ending right there like a disney thing (laughs) kind of (laughs) yeah so we see jack sailing off and if i'm not mistaken he gets like this weird outro yeah being said about him and praising him basically yeah saying like some say he's the worst pirate ever when in fact he's not so I'm going to assume 
we're done with Pirates of the Caribbean. Right. For the game, I'm I'm assuming. Then we see Chip and Dale, and they tell us that the static is still there, but you know to just keep going, keep you know doing this adventure, maybe we could get some to work out. And then we go back to Atlantica. Here we go. Yep, here we go. So, what I first thought, I was like, ah. <laughs> um, Once you see Sora's fin, yep, that's the beginning of the end for you. As soon as I saw it. As soon as I saw it. So, um, so, we have a problem. The problem is that Ariel is still in love with the prince. For once, the problem is not the Heartless at all. No, it is or not. Or the organization. Right. Which Even us... they couldn't be bothered with this world. Exactly. <laughs> Which gives us Chapter 4, Ursula's Revenge. Mm-hmm. And I thought to, I thought to myself, wow, they didn't... I completely missed the other three chapters like that were named. <laughs> so, we see Ariel. She's by the statue. And they're talking about Ariel and Sora are thinking about, you know, going up to give the prince the the chain, the necklace. When the king comes by and the king has, you know, he's got, you know, this firm belief that humans can't be trusted. And Ariel is like, no, he's a good one. You can trust him. And King Trident gets so upset that he uses the power of his trident to destroy the statue of the prince. Mm -hmm. Which I don't remember happening in the movie. Yeah, that definitely happened in the movie. I I haven't seen the movie in a long time. In fact, I would say... Do you remember in Kingdom Hearts 1... Triton destroyed the little symbol in Ariel's grotto that was... That I think I do remember. Right. I think I probably made a joke of, well, I guess because they didn't want to explore the movie yet. Right. So, exactly. Well, now they are. They're doing the exact same thing. Triton mm-hmm. blows something up with his Triton. Yep. So, Ariel swims away, and Ariel is sad. When here comes Ursula. Now, Ursula, from the previous games, has been banished by King Trident. But Ursula comes because, you know, she understands women problems. Mm -hmm. So she knows that Ariel has a crush on the prince. And she's willing to make a deal with her. The deal is that... If Ariel signs this contract, Ursula will make her into a human for three days. And all she has to do is have the prince kiss her by the time of the sunset of the third day. If she can do that, she'll remain human. If she can't, then Ursula keeps Ariel forever. 
And the price that she has to pay for this is giving up her voice. So this is pretty much the movie. Right. This this part I do remember. It it does make me wonder that even before Kingdom Hearts One came out, and you could kind of say this for the same re- for the uh, for Halloween Town and the Nightmare Before Christmas. It does make me wonder if they did Kingdom Hearts One and was like, okay, well, but what if we get a second one? How are we going to bring these popular worlds back so we won't actually do the story from the movie for these two? Mm-hmm. And now they can because they got a Kingdom Hearts 2, theoretically. Right. So, and also, actually, that technically, there's three games because, I mean, Chain of Memories is also a game right. and that didn't touch on either of the two movies anyway. That's true. That is true. So, Sora tries to break in but can't get through... Ariel signs the contract, and she now becomes human. And Sora realizes this, so he swims Ariel all the way up to the water. And she get you know, it looks like she's washed onto the beach. And here comes the prince, Prince Eric. He sees her, and, you know, he helps her up. So, she can't talk, and the prince is thinking that, you know, she's out of breath. And she gives him his necklace that he had lost, that she had kept. Mm-hmm. And then this is where I had my thought of if I could do something with this particular part of the game. Which I've never had the entire time we've done this. Right, and I already think I know where you're going, but go ahead. Alright. My thought was, what if Sora became quote-unquote human, even though he is human, and he's around kind of, you know, kind of looking, kind of protecting Ariel, but every time... The prince is there, he sees him, and the prince kind of gets jealous and thinks that this guy's going on, you know, trying to hit on Ariel. Mm-hmm. And then that way, you know, like, he can report back and be like, she's okay, blah, blah, blah. It does make me wonder, for in, in the case of Sora, Donald, and Goofy, now, we know that originally... The reason they are the way they are, meaning Goofy's a turtle, Donald's an Mm -hmm. octopus, and Sora's a merman, is because we're told that they have to go by the rules of the world. Yes. But for this, it makes me wonder, like, is this a 90% ocean world and there's very little land in this world? Right. Because now we're in a whole... You know, Eric's a human, Prince Eric, Mm -hmm. and... I mean, it's it's weird to me because okay, like for the first game, when you go to that, when you go to the Atlantica world, mm-hmm. the they have that quick scene of in the gummy ship where Donald is explaining how they're going to survive being in water and still being able to breathe. Yeah, the way that world looks on the outside is a hundred percent water. 
Mm-hmm. Like if you looked at it, it's it's if you go and like spin it around like a ball, there's no land part. Yeah, all of a sudden there is land. I don't know why I'm hung up on this, by the way. Right. I think it's just because because I'm thinking of your story, and like yeah, why can't sword just be a human? Why was it fish things that? Mm-hmm. Because okay, King Triton is the ruler of the sea. Yeah. But there's probably a ruler of the land. There has to, I, I would think. I mean, there's a king. There's a prince. Mm-hmm. And if there's, and if the king's dead, theoretically, the prince is the king. Right. He becomes the king. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. So, uh, we get a little bit of a montage, and Ariel and Prince Eric are, you know, things are hitting off real well. And... They even have, you know, a little row at the, in the night, and it looks like that Eric and Ariel are about to kiss when their boat kind of gets rocked, and Ariel just ends up landing on Eric, looking like he gave him a hug, so we couldn't get the kiss. You know, for all of this world that had to deal with singing... Why did we not get Kiss the Girl? I thought the and same not, and thing. And not what we got. <laughs> I thought the same thing. I thought for certain we were getting Kiss the Girl. Oh, and, and by the way, don't forget that Flounder's eyes are too sensitive for a kiss, apparently. Y- or to yeah. see a kiss. <laughs> Sora covers Flounder's eyes when it looks like Ariel and Eric are going to kiss. It's like, you're too young for this. <laughs> So, now we get to the third day. And, oh yeah, but I I gotta go back real quick. Yeah, sure. When Ariel is on the land for the first time, with her dress, I'm just gonna say it, she looked kinda hot. Mm -hmm. Like, the ripped clothes at the legs. Sure. Kinda made her look hot. It almost, it, makes, mean, it almost makes it that sound like she shouldn't be your most hated character. It doesn't mean that. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, at the third day, we see Ariel. She's crying. We don't know why. Until we see Prince Eric is with this new girl. And this new girl is singing. But her voice sounds familiar. It's Ariel's voice. So she's using Ariel's voice and has got Prince Eric hypnotized. And Sora is like, you know what? I'm done with this. (laughs) Yeah, I've had enough. I've had enough. So he gets his key blade and he knocks the necklace off and it breaks. Prince Eric is no longer under the trance. Ariel gets her voice back. Also, very good shot by Sora, because that is a small necklace. That was a perfect shot, really. Considering how the distance that he was in, mm-hmm. in the water. <sighs> okay, so go ahead. Yeah, Eric remembers Ariel after right. Ariel saving him. Yeah. And Ursula is now regular Ursula, and she drags Ariel down into the sea. Can I, can I say one thing real quick? Yes, go ahead. And, and it kind of made me laugh. Why is Ursula, you know, when she goes back to being Ursula, 
why is she not flopping around on the land like a fish? You know, I thought for certain she'd be like, oh, you broke the promise. And like <laughs> her body would be flapping around and. I have I have another question of okay. regarding Ursula as a as a sea witch as a as a squid I guess right that's she's I, an octopus I, I guess why can she have no problem being outside on land she doesn't struggle to breathe or anything like that whereas I feel like we've probably seen Ariel struggle. But, you know, but before the fins or whatnot, like, she can't stay out there. Well, I mean, Ursula is a witch. And then also, it makes me think of the new Mickey Mouse uh, cartoons. Mm-hmm. Where, I don't know if you've, have you seen the new Mickey Mouse cartoon? No. They're real, They're actually really good. Uh, some of them really give callbacks to, like, classic Disney stuff in it. Mm-hmm. And one of them was... Uh, in a roller skating rink, like Mickey Mouse and all his friends, Donald, right. Goofy, Daisy, and whoever else I'm missing, we're all in the skating thing, and Pete comes in, and he takes over the skating thing and throws everyone out, and he's like, and if you have a problem with that, maybe I should introduce you to my date, and this woman comes out, and it's human Ursula, and then she turns into a regular... Ursula form. Oh, jeez. And they start chasing everyone out. But that's my question. Why can Ursula be fine during all of this? Mm-hmm. You should watch it. It's pretty funny. Actually. I probably will. So, now Ariel is dragged underwater, and Sora and them have to go save her. And this is when King Trident returns. And he's like, let her go. This has nothing to do with her. It has to do with me. And, you know, Ursula's like, you, King, you wouldn't break a contract. You wouldn't do that. So the king, to sacrifice himself for his daughter, surrenders the trident, signs on the contract over Ariel's name, and Ursula has power over Atlantica. Mm-hmm. And then King Trident turns into what looked like a shrimp, I guess. You know, I was going to ask you that. What is that, actually? I have no idea. I don't think it's a shrimp, though. Because the way that... Uh, I, It looks like more of a... I don't know what it looks like, but I don't think it's a shrimp. You know what? I'm going to look up what a shrimp looks like on my phone. Okay. Real quick. Because I feel like the bottom part is stuck to the ground. Yeah. You know what? You're right. Of course, once you type shrimp, all it shows you is what a shrimp looks like when it's cooked. (laughs) All right. So I'm looking at a shrimp right now. It can be. But the thing, all the pictures that I'm seeing of shrimp has it hunched over like in a, uh, like in a curve. Okay. And Triton definitely was not that. All right. Oh, maybe it's a prawn. Maybe, I don't know. I feel like a prawn is more... Because, I mean, Pepe's a prawn, and he stands. Yeah. 
right. Okay. So we'll maybe we'll come back to the shrimp versus prawn debate later on. Yeah. Pro- probably. That's probably a good idea. Um. So now, you know, she becomes the ruler, but then we learn that Prince Eric is the undisputed hold your breath underwater champion of the world i definitely can't beat him oh my god no i could not (laughs) so he swims to save eric and then this is when ursula becomes this giant monster of the sea and she starts singing Uh, oh you ready for this yeah yeah and i honestly don't remember that song from the movie it was not in the movie. There's no <laughs> way Giant Ursula sang anything. Right. Because I, rem- I remember Giant Ursula in the movie. I don't remember. Like, I was like, did that song happen in the movie? No, it's just like that first song, Finny Fun. Right. Whatever it was called that the in the first chapter. Mm-hmm. So, then you have to battle Giant Ursula. You have to find a way to get rid of her. And... After you beat her, she throws the trident at Prince Eric, who is in a boat. And then Prince Eric grabs it, does a javelin throw, goes right through Ursula's body, mm-hmm. and it basically kills her. And I mean, we think that, but honestly, right. out of all of them, Ursula is the one that it doesn't make sense at all why they're in this game. Right. Like when we And we've talked about this. We'll go through the list again real quick here. So Maleficent, we know, has come back because apparently the fairies remembered her. Right. Fine, whatever. Uh, let's see, who else? Hades never really died in the first place exactly. in the first one. Because unless you did the bonus stuff, Hades, you didn't fight Hades at all. Yeah. Um, and even when you fought Hades in the bonus stuff, it isn't as if you actually died. It was just part of the tournament. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hook got run, run. Hook got chased off by the shark, by the shark, right. uh, by the crocodile. I can't remember Disney things. Um, <laughs> who else was on that? Oh, Oogie Boogie. Yeah, we saw how that turned out. Yeah, we did. Maleficent brought him back, and then. I don't know if I would say betrayed Maleficent. He did, but I don't know if that was the intention. He was I don't just think it mad. Was uh, and then was that all the Disney villains from the first one? Oh, I feel like I'm um, missing one. The the Jafar. Yeah, Jafar's stuck in Which, the lamp. Yeah, he's stuck in the lamp. But so, yeah, that's Ursula's the only one that didn't have any cause to come back. Mm-hmm. So. After that's done, Eric is, you know, kind. You know, he's happy to see Ariel, but he's like, "Why couldn't you, you know, show your be yourself?" So Ariel swims away, and then she swims real fast, and she does this jump, and I'm thinking like, "Oh, we're gonna get a free Willy moment here," <laughs> and then I'm, and then it's like, "Oh yeah, wrong, wrong movie company." Uh, yeah, and also she has to do it over a rock. Yes. And then Eric jumps in the water, and then he's like, Do you think you could teach me how to swim? I'm not a good swimmer. Really? After you held your breath underwater (laughs) for the longest time, 
And then I want to mention this part because yeah. this ends the, the the part I'm going to talk about. It ends this particular part of Atlantica because I don't think we're done with them yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, Flounder tells Sebastian that King Trident wants this performance that we you know, seen being worked on earlier in the game to now be the best performance ever. And my first thought is, huh, maybe Donald's going to finally get the lead here. (laughs) And I'm kind of on, you know, I'm kind of anticipating like, what could this be? You know, what is this great event going to be? Because you would think the end of the story was Ursula's death. Right. And we're kind of left on a cliffhanger. We don't know what it is. So I guess we're coming back to Atlantica. Well, if, if your pattern holds true, that... I mean, because all of them seem to have one thing in common. That when The ones that you're saying that I think we're done have one thing in common that this one didn't. Mm-hmm. Do you know what that is or no? Oh, they, they've showed the, the card at the end. The title card, yeah. Yeah, the title card. Now, the only thing I'm hoping for... Even and, Winnie the Pooh's the 100-acre wood did it, too. Yeah, it did. Now, the only thing I'm hoping for... I don't know if you're going to get this reference or not, Jim. Okay. Is that we don't get a chapter... Where Ursula's sister comes into play. Ooh. Because for those who don't know, when the straight-to-video sequel of The Little Mermaid 2 came out... Which is the opposite, I believe, story, right? Isn't it about Ariel's daughter who wants to go to the sea versus Ariel who wants to go to the human world? Yep. And the... Only reason I know that is because kids in my school many, many years ago watched this, and I had to sit through and watch it, and, oh, boy, it was, it was bad. I've and definitely it, seen it. I don't remember too much. I, I, you know what? I, the thing I just said to you, that's what I remember about it. It's bad. <laughs> okay. All right. So, But is it the worst Disney sequel, the question? Ooh. I mean, that's like a whole big discussion. Uh, I I think it would have to be a separate category of like straight to DVD or, you know, straight to sequels. Yeah, a little bit like Lady and the Tramp 2, Scamp's Adventure. Like Cinderella 2 and 3. Cinderella 2 and 3. Who was the... I I can't believe... I don't think I've seen it because I didn't like one, but I'm pretty sure there's a Hunchback of Notre Dame. There two. is. There is. And there's definitely a Pocahontas 2. Uh, yeah. Mulan 2. Yeah. Oh, sequels are there that... Oh. I don't think there's been a Pinocchio 2, though. No, not that I know of. There has been a Bambi 2, though. Yeah. There's been a Fox and the Hound 2. Fox and the Hound... Ha- well, the Fox and the Hound 2 one, if I'm not mistaken, isn't that the one where there's still, like... Pups. Kids. Yeah. 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 Uh. So, anyway, back to back to topic here. Yes. Uh, we go back to the underworld, and Hercules is still tired from all the battles mm-hmm. that Hades has put him through. And 
Hades comes out and he tells her that, you know, hey, you got to you got to get ready to fight. You got to perform for the people or else you're going to disappoint them. You're going to lose. And then Hades comes up with this idea. We're going to have we're going to have this event. It's going to be in the ultimate Colosseum. So my first thought is, hey, we're going to get the Pooh Olympics. Well, there you go. I know, right? But no. It is... <laughs> Who do you think can throw Winnie the Pooh further after spinning around? <laughs> um, I think Hades might have the advantage. Also, doesn't Sora call him a lowlife? Yes. And, and, and Hades is like, ah, thanks. Is that the worst one ever? Hercules so, can't get a day off. We learned nope, that much. No. Nope. So there's going to be a tournament for the Hades Cup. And Hercules is so tired. It's like he can't do it. But Sora, Donald and Goofy, you know, like convince him. And, you know, Herc is like, I don't think I'm a hero. And Donald's like, yes, you are. You are a hero. You know, he just <laughs> right on him. So they sign him up, and they look at the tournament. And there is a familiar name on the other side of the tournament. Arvin. Mm-hmm. From earlier in the game. Like, much earlier. Yes. So, Hercules is like, Huh, I bet he's a better hero than I am. So they go through the first two competitors that they face and Hercules is still tired and they see Aaron and Aaron just isn't himself. So Sora and Donald go to spy on Aaron. Well, he also says, Orin also says that he doesn't know who Sora is. Right. He might as well say, oh, hello, somebody I don't know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like Pooh Bear. That's yeah. a Pooh Olympics callback. Yep. So, he's talking with Hades. And Hades is like, hey, what would you like? What would you want me to do? And Orin is like, I want to pay for all of my crimes and Hades is like oh cool okay and then that's where the half hour ends right alright so um, before we do some final plugs here uh, of course we've been watching this on Gamers Little Playground uh, YouTube page Bill what do you have for any kind of predictions or theories if any before we head out of here well we know that the finals for the Hades Cup is going to be Hercules against Aaron. I've got a feeling that at some point in that fight, Aaron is going to throw the fight. He's going to lose on purpose to Hercules. And, and that is how Hercules will win. All right, Bill, so why don't you give some plugs on where people can find you? 
All right. You guys can follow me on Twitter at House of Bill and follow me on Instagram at Mr. Billiam85. As for me, you can check me out at That's Podcasting on Instagram and Twitter and That's Podcasting.com. We'll catch you next time for some more Bill Learns Kingdom Hearts.